Good evening, fuckers, and welcome back to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my indubitable ever other other half. Significantly better half, even though I've really been frustrating him tonight. Good Holy evening, shit. Patriots. This is V. Lynn. Welcome back. So we're back, and uh, we got a pretty big show, pretty loaded tonight. We're going to be talking a whole bunch of shit. Um, we get... Oh. Not shit, but we've got a lot of co- topics to cover tonight uh, as I'm looking at my uh, notes over here. And if you're watching us, you're watching us on Rumble. How you doing? Uh, we did start a, uh, an account on Rumble. Uh, Trump's on Rumble. Trump is on Rumble. Trump is back. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's fucking back. I don't know if anybody saw his rally. Like but millions of people saw so his rally. Literally, there was a CNN reporter that was outside the rally. And they had a boom mic and they were trying to talk to somebody and I wish I found the clip before the show started, but I had enough shit to do tonight. Anyway, 
this reporter was holding this boom mic, trying to stick it in this dude's face. And he goes, uh, what's your name, sir? And where are you from? And he goes, go fuck yourself. Oh, I heard that. That was awesome. It was classic. <laughs> and then the guy says, I mean, it was a rough week for CNN. It CNN really got shit canned on a whole bunch of shit. They got shit canned there. They got shit canned at, uh, their ratings. Uh, well, not only that, but, uh, yeah, well, Stelter's an idiot. They call him the what? The Mr. Potato Mr. Head. Mr. Potato Head. Um, <clears throat> they had uh, they had the guy that was uh, trying to talk to the senator, uh, Tom Daschle, down in freaking DC. No, I don't trust you. Yep. You're never going to report whatever I say. Doesn't matter. Blah blah blah. And he just walked away from him. He did it absolutely correctly. That's exactly how every politician, every Republican, conservative politician, should handle the press. Especially if you come at me with credentials from CNN, you might as well come at me with a great big bag of dicks. You mean because, you don't think "go fuck yourself" is an appropriate answer for? Oh, that, no, that's oh, that's completely appropriate. <laughs> I think it's appropriate from anybody. I mean, I, that guy is my hero. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. That's my name. Uh, okay. okay. I'm scribbling that down. That's my note. So your name is go fuck yourself. Okay. And do you, where are you from? Not from fucking anywhere around here. Okay. Not from anywhere the fuck around here. Sweet. Moving right along. So there, you know, it's funny how the uh, mainstream, lamestream media has been reporting the numbers in a similar fashion to the way they reported on January 6th. You know, they said there was a, a couple thousand people at the Trump rally. Because I've heard estimates of anywhere from thirty to forty-two thousand people there. Well, I find that even hard to believe because there were forty-something thousand people outside the venue, yeah, waiting a chance just to get in. And the venue was a great big open field in the middle of East Bumblefuck, Ohio. So yeah, no, I I don't think the numbers are no. being reported accurately. No, they, goes back they, to January sixth when they said, yeah, there was only a hundred thousand people there. Yeah, try six no six point seven million. That's yeah. a lot bigger than just a couple hundred thousand. Exactly. And I've even noticed it on Fox News. I've noticed it. Everywhere. And just for everybody else's concern, uh, I know I, I've always tell you, I listen to all these different podcasts, which I do. Um, uh, I listen to them because I know most of you don't have the time to listen to them. I just happen to have a job where I have a couple seconds. I'll listen to a podcast. I'll listen. You know, I'll try and get the most. I mean, I listen at like 1.5 speed. So I'm listening to somebody going, <laughs> kind of like listening to Joe. Come on, man. Joe Biden. Talking. No, he's at like a quarter speed. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's even less than that. He's like, hey, Joe, <laughs> because he is possessed by a demonic robot or he, he's a robot possessed by a demon. I'm starting to think you're right about the robots. Uh, by the see? way. See, when, really all right, well, we're going to get into posting <laughs> we'll W's in just a second. Okay. okay. But anyway, uh, so he's got some really, other than that, I, I, I mean, I listen to these podcasts and, uh, Ben Shapiro has finally pissed me off. Uh, he, I'm, I'm tired of him talking down to us. Like he's one no, of the elite. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no. I'm actually, no, because he is a, he's a horribly intelligent guy. That's great. He is fucking bright as crack. As a whip. I mean, guys, smart as fuck. Doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be an asshole about it. Sometimes, you know, there's some people out there like yourself that do deserve it sometimes, but moving right along, moving past that. Yes. I just fucking (laughs) slapped you in the face for that one, but moving past that, this ass clown loves to talk and bitch about all of this shit, especially when it comes to voter fraud and the election fraud that's taken place. Um, He loves to claim it. He loves to claim it when he has an argument for it. Yet when you ask him about it, I never said that. There's no voter fraud. 
There hasn't been road of fraud. I've said that since day one. Yet when he opens his show, if you go back and you just listen to him opening his show, oh, possibility of voter fraud in Maricopa County. Wait a minute. I thought you said there was no fraud. It's because he's afraid. I thought you said that there was an actual election that took place. He's afraid of being canceled. I, I don't know about I don't think so. He's a fucking lawyer. Are you for real? Yeah, no, no because no, he is he's not afraid, afraid of losing no. his big platform and raking in all that no. big money. No. Yep. I don't from his that. big sponsors. I don't oh, believe yeah. it. His wife's loaded. How the fuck is he afraid? Yeah. You know what, babe? The more money you have, the more money you want. Well, whatever. Point is, is I'm finally tired of him. I'm annoyed with it because every time that he brings it up, then he says that there's voter fraud. And then immediately, almost within the next line, he regurgitates the same line. Well, since, you know, January, I, since January, I've been saying that there was no voter fraud, that everything went legit. How is that possible? When you just reported on possible possibility of voter fraud, yet now you're saying there is no voter fraud. Confused. But anyway, moving right along, uh, we've got to post some W's. If you've listened to Bongino, if you know what I'm talking about, he loves to post his W's or he loves to post Republican W's. Well, instead of uh, him, repo- you know, posting Republican W's. We're going to start posting some of our wins because there's some shit. And I know a a lot of longtime listeners and even some of our newer listeners know that within the last, I don't know, three or four podcasts, we've come out with some pretty hot topics that nobody else was talking about. Now everybody else is playing catch up. So for instance, a couple wins we're going to post here, the Wuhan lab leak. That is huge. Uh, It's still probably one of the bigger stories that we've had to break and Thank God I've got some really good sources that tell me some really good shit because we wouldn't have had that. Um, we have the, uh, uh, was it? Uh, yeah. Hunter funding the Wuhan lab. Well, that's another big one. Plus the dirty little secret that now even uh, Jim Jordan and two other congressmen are talking about right now. And the dirty little secret is the 23andMe, Ancestry.com, and the Human Genome Project. You, you want to hear that directly Be- from the... so. You spent all day listening to podcasts. I spent all day listening to the three and a half hour long congressional hearing from yesterday with Jim Jordan and Anthony Scalise. And just on a little segue, I love my boss and I don't think she listens to us, but I'm pretty sure her husband does. Um, So anyway, you can pass it along. I love my boss because she knew I was watching this all day as I was doing my work. Totally cool with it. Um, So I found exactly where they validated what Nick said the other day. Um, so he theorized when he found what, when we did the the Fauci investigation and he found the 23andMe email in one of those chains. Well, I found a header. I found the header, header for 23andMe yeah. and I stripped it and went to the source and it brought me right to 23andMe and I was like, hmm. how are you involved in a government email? So he theorized at the time that 23andMe was collecting our genetic material and using it to create the virus and or the vaccine. And then one of his sources confirmed that and told him to shut his mouth, but that's neither here nor there. Um, And now these doctors in this congressional hearing have confirmed the same thing. So here you go. You want to raise another dirty little secret that really needs to be looked at by Congress and that those export controls should also include Americans' DNA sequences. Um, this is a really vital piece uh, in general. Even the NIH often exports gene sequencing for many of our people to China. Uh, China absolutely keeps databases on what in our genes, what are our susceptibilities, is there a possibility of ethnic weapons, 
However, China does not allow any sequences of Chinese out of their country. There's a reason for that. So uh, again, I don't want to steal your thunder, Dr. Asher, but uh, it's not just technology, but it's information and genetic information is really critical. And the last thing, uh, Dr. Green, just sorry to interrupt, but the one area you didn't mention, which is the scariest, not that you didn't read it. I mean, it's just, it's so terrifying. I can't even process it. In the Chinese Declaration of 2011, they talked about, to the Biological Weapons Convention, they talked about systems biology further revealing population-specific genetic markers that can yield an improvement in levels of human health, but also can create the potential for biological weapons based on genetic differences between races. Once hostile elements grasp a different... Be- I, I like that because... When you boil that down, you look at where the majority of the deaths have taken place in the world. It was really funny. I went to a, a heat map the other day just to see majorities, you know, where you had the percentage majority. If you look at the heat map that I found on the CDC website, if you look at India and the United States, right now we are the two countries that are have the most deaths. How is it hitting India and the United States specifically harder than any other country in the world? Because it's designed to. Bingo, because it was made in the lab and that CGG replicating by genome that's within the virus is specifically targeted at U.S. and Indian genome series. And, you know, it's funny because, <laughs> um, well, it's it's really not funny here. He wraps it up here. Hold on one moment. This is this is the very end of this. Other way. So if you go on the internet, I want to do, you know, you can do DNA tests for almost anything on the internet as a consumer and you don't even need, you know, a doctor to sign. And you, you, you know, do a scrape, you do a spit. Yeah. The specimen will very often go to a laboratory here, but then it, but then it gets shipped to BGI, uh, which is, which, which uh, Dr. Ash will say, bought more alumina sequencing machines than any comp- any place in the world. And so they will get, they will do the sequence there and they'll send it back yeah. to the company. But, but guess what? They'll keep a copy. So, so guess what, what so, so guess what BGI is? China. No. Guess what? who they, they fall under? Who? EcoHealth Alliance. EcoHealth Alliance. They're one of the subsidiaries of EcoHealth Alliance. <clears throat> yeah. Isn't this interesting how this is all, this is like, all right, folks, this is where the stars align. Uh, this is where we get to, um, I, I don't know how to, t- I don't know how to say this more plainly and keep it clean for our new friends that we have in Tampa, but babe, I, um, I, I think we've already broken that. Have we, have we destroyed that already? <laughs> yes, All right. Seriously. So look folks in Tampa, I apologize. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to drop some, uh, I'm going to say something here and we're actually going to skip ahead. We're going to go to, uh, something right off the bat that I wasn't going to do originally right off the bat, but we're going to go to like uh six because I think this all well, folds on. into, Th- no, 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 we're not going to talk about, we're not going to hold February 2nd. Stop. Okay. So anyway, so we're going to jump right into this because this all kind of wraps together now that I'm thinking about it. It wraps better than the way we were talking about it before pre-show. We're, we're talking, we had a pre-show conversation and we're trying to actually wrap. We found out some other people listen to us, which is a little scary in some ways. In other ways, it's actually really fucking cool. But anyway. To all our listeners, you're an excellent company. You are. Um, but anyway, one of the big things, I, I don't know how to say this to you. The government treats you like you're fucking stupid, okay? They think that you're going to think the way they tell you to think. They believe that they are currently in a communist autocracy currently right now. They believe, especially the 
libtards, they come out and they will tell you that this is the way you have to think. And in actuality, and then they back it up. The craziest part is right now, all of the quiet shit that you, we used to theorize about and conspire about and say that it was a conspiracy theory. Guess what? Six to 12 months. They are not even hiding the fact that they're lying about it. They're lying about it. They just move right on. They blow right through it. They're like, yep, we're fucking lying about it. And they keep going. They keep prophesizing the same lie over and over and over again. It is craziness. And I get into this because this all kind of ties into something huge. And it all ties into all this shit that's going on with the new narratives that are coming out. And Jen Psaki came out and she is, uh, she should not be known as the, uh, circle back girl. No, well, no. Now no. she's known with the, as the press secretary with the extremely she, red hair. She is not, she should not be known as a press secretary. She is a commissar, a commissar in the Russian military was the political party appointed person that was there to make sure that the commander did his job. The political officer. That's it. That's her job. She is the political officer. She is head El Numero Uno political officer throughout the whole country. So she started out earlier this week with this gem that uh, V-Lane's got pulled up, right? I do. As soon as it doesn't tell me error loading to tap to retry. So she started out with this gem. And this binds together so many narratives. And I'm going to try and fit all these together so that they all make sense in a way. But... This is what they're doing now. And they're trying to think, they think that you all, our listening audience, us, anybody else that listens to this crap, they think that we're so stupid that we're not going to figure this out. I've got really bad news for them because I got like a half a brain cell left, I think, maybe a quarter. I'm not really sure which. Uh, is it going to play tonight? Uh, it's just spinning. All right. I mean, it just. The minute 27 seconds. So like I said, this is like, um, again, this is a gem that she dropped this week. Crazier than anything I've ever heard. Uh, I'm not really sure what the hell she's talking about, but we're going to go into it real quick. Uh, I got it here. Give me one second. We're going to play it. He said Republicans defunded the police by not supporting the American Rescue Plan. But how is it that that is an argument uh, to be made when the president never mentioned needing money for police to stop a crime wave when he was selling the American Rescue Plan? Well, the president did mention that the American Rescue Plan, the state and local funding, something that was supported by the president, a lot of Democrats who supported and voted for the bill, could help ensure uh, local cops were kept on the beat in communities across the country. As you know, didn't receive a single Republican vote. That funding has been used to keep cops on the beat. But at the time that was sold as uh, these local police departments might have a pandemic related budget shortfall, not we need to keep cops on the beat because there's a crime wave. Uh, I think that any local uh, department would argue that keeping cops on the beat to keep communities safe when they had to, because of budget shortfalls, fire police is is something that helps them address yeah. crime in their local communities. In local communities, the White House's argument was the American Rescue Plan is going to be $1,400 checks. It's going to be vaccines, vaccinators. Uh, it's going to put us on the path to beating the virus. Not It did those things as well. It was a pretty good bill and piece of legislation. Okay, Go ahead. They're really showing themselves to do really well. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Well, that wasn't the gem, though. 
No, when she said that uh, they they are defunding the police, that the GOP is trying to defund the police. Well, she said that too, but that's not the big one. The the bigger one was, uh, I think this one, stand by one second. And here it is. One about the crime today. I, you mentioned expanding the crime the, prevention uh, rollout. Prevention, yes. <laughs> crime. Um, but there is a lot of crime in big cities. Uh, how do you reduce much of it caused by gun violence? Would you agree? Yes. So how do you ex- uh, how do you reduce gun violence by expanding employment opportunities, including summer jobs for young people? Well, first, there's several components of this proposal. One of them is an initial set of actions on gun violence, uh, or an additional set, I should say, of steps on gun violence, which the president feels are important to get guns off the streets, make sure they are not in the hands of people illegally, uh, many of whom are uh, playing a role in violent crime across the country. That's part of his objective. He also wants to provide, uh, as we've seen, has been effective in communities across the country, incentives and alternatives for young people and communities uh, where that has shown to be an effective step. So is the thought there basically that somebody, some criminal who has been committing crimes with limited interruption or interference from police for the last couple of weeks or months is going to stop this easy life of crime if they have a summer job? Well, I think the president believes that we shouldn't and we shouldn't allow access to guns to those criminals who are currently illegally buying them from some dealers across the country. And part of his announcement is taking steps to do exactly that. But part of his announcement is also ensuring there's specific guidance to uh, communities across the country to ensure that they have funding to get more community police around the country, something that was supported by the American Jobs Plan uh, that was supported, that was voted into law by Democrats just a couple of months ago. Some might say that the other party was for defunding the police. I'll let others say that, but that's a piece. Go ahead. So, folks, this is this is uh, this is a classic uh, game that, like I said, I've said in past podcasts, I've said it before. The liberals are very good at. They're very good at turning words over. They're very good at make when they realize something is on the way out. I.e., let's talk. Let's start with climate change, right? Global warming. You mean we started out with global warming? Yep. Then it became climate change. Yep. Then it became the climate experiment. Then, it, like the eighties, it was like, or the nineties, it was like the climate experiment. Then it was well. Uh, we have to reduce carbon emissions. Every time that they realize that whatever platform they start starts to fail, they change the wording. They not rebrand it. Per, close to. It's rebranded to another definition. So when we get into this, Pisaki does this. She says, well, we didn't. But using that same thought that she just said, is like uh, what Bongino said the other day. He said, you know, it's just like having a $17 trillion paperclip museum. That $100,000 of that $17 trillion paperclip museum was going to cops. And then the liberals coming out and saying, because the Republicans voted it down, the liberals coming out because we don't need a $7 trillion, $17 trillion fucking paperclip museum. But then the... Liberals come out and say, well, the Republicans voted this down, so they were about defunding the police. (laughs) Wait, what did you just fucking say? That is so dumb. I feel dumber now having listened to what you just said. I mean, I always feel dumber having listened to Jen Psaki, but we can circle back to that. And then we go on to CRT. All of this stuff links together because CRT gets in the middle of this. 
CRT is being rebranded. What's it being rebranded to, babe? It is being rebranded to Transformative SEL. What is Transformative SEL? Well, that's really interesting. Because, wait a minute, didn't you receive a phone call sometime last week from somebody, maybe myself, mm-hmm. that said, hey, look this up for me. Tell yep. me what you think about it. Yep. So. So go tell us what transformative SEL is. Okay. So transformative SEL as a lever for equity and social justice. C-A-S-E-L actually, is committed to advancing equity and excellence in education through social and emotional learning, SEL, social and emotional learning. SEL is refining a specific form of SEL implementation that concentrates SEL practice on transforming inequitable settings and systems and promoting justice-oriented civic engagement, which we are calling transformative SEL. Through our long-term learning agenda and ongoing collaboration with practitioners, policymakers, and researchers, CASEL continues deepening what we know about how to implement transformative SEL towards equitable learning opportunities and development outcomes. Together, we will continue learning through our collective commitment to continuous improvement. That sounds really good until you drill down into it. Well, once you get into the details, and the devil's always in the details. Well, here, and here's, then- here's the definition of transformative SEL. It's a process whereby young people and adults build strong, respectful, and lasting relationships that facilitate co-learning to critically examine root causes of inequity and to develop collaborative solutions that lead to personal community and societal well-being. This form of SEL is aimed at redistributing power to promote social justice through increased engagement in school and civic life. It emphasizes the development of identity, agency, belonging, curiosity, and collaborative problem solving within the CASEL framework. Uh, It features authentic partnering among students and adults with a deep focus on sharing power and decision-making between young people, educators, families, and communities. Academic content that integrates issues of race, class, and culture. Instruction that honors and makes connections to students' lived experiences and identities. And scaffolds learning to build an understanding of others' lived experiences. Enhancing and foregrounding social and emotional competencies needed for civic engagement and social change. Such as reflecting on personal and social identities, examining prejudices and biases, integrating social norms, disrupting and resisting inequities, and co-constructing equitable and just solutions. You know, I've read that somewhere. I think I read that in one of Ibram X. Kendi's crap books that he's published that I, I'd love how, to know how to not be a how doctor, how he got his doctorate. I'd love to know that because it's not in anything I think that's medical or he psychological. I, he identifies as a doctor oh. like, like uh, Bill Gates does. Hey, I identify as a doctor. Did you say it a Holiday Inn Express? I most certainly did. Okay. So with that, right? So, well, then I asked the question, well, what does Ibram X. Kendi think that racism is? What is his definition of racism? And you would think the one person who would know what the definition of racism is. Is the guy who wrote critical race theory, having stolen it directly from 
SEL? No, he didn't steal it from, that's the new branding of critical race theory. That's all that is. That is just the new branding of it. It's so it's, because remember, what have we heard for the last week and a half? We've heard nobody's teaching it. Nobody's even uh, uh, what's it? Joy Behar, that oh, retard. No, they're not She's teaching out, it. Oh, they're not teaching well, that. But here's the deal, And base. she got smacked down by a Republican. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. And he's a he, he's a big podcaster, too. Uh, I'm, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But she got smacked down on her own show by a Republican who slapped the snot out of her because she's sitting there saying on MSNBC, well, nobody's teaching it. Yeah, well, you're also the one that runs around the park with a triple-digit IQ, supposedly, according to you, you have a triple-digit IQ, with two masks on and you've been fully vaccinated. You're outside, you dumbass. Are you fucking for real? But sh- this is how bright she is. She runs around the park wearing triple mask, and she's trying to tell this guy, but nobody's teaching it. And then she says, well, Ibermax Kendi, he's just black. That's why everybody's going after Ibermax Kendi. No, Who's that the is racist. That is not the reason. So I had to find out what did Eber Max Kendi say about racism? What was his definition? And here it is, folks. You talked about the importance of defining racism, but I, but I, unless I missed it, which is possible, I don't, I didn't hear your personal definition. Is there, is there one that you would offer us? Like, how do you define racism? Sure. So racism, I would define it um, as a collection uh, of racist policies that lead to racial inequity that are substantiated by racist ideas. So racism is racist? (laughs) Sure. A a collection uh, of racist policies that lead to racial inequity that are substantiated by racist ideas. You hear that pause, folks? That pause, that uneasy pause that all those reporters are looking around going, wait a minute. Did you just define what a pen is by saying a pen is a pen-like object that looks like a pen and is shaped like a pen and does pen stuff? (laughs) Is that what you just defined? Because what I just heard is racism is some racist stuff that some racist people think that some racist people might do, which is racism. Because racism is racist. Folks, I don't mean to call you (laughs) stupid. And trust me, I'm not. But this is what liberals think about you. They think you're so stupid that you're so gullible that you'll get sucked into the fact that CRT is not being taught in schools. I've watched what's going on in Loudoun County in Virginia. I've watched what's going on all over the country in every school district across the country. Parents are finally standing up, kicking people's teeth in, saying, this is bullshit. My kid is not a racist, nor is he going to be taught to be a racist. Um, I've seen it going on. They're just rebranding stuff. They're putting names back on it. They're changing the name just like they did with climate change, just like they did with global warming, just like they did with everything else because they realized that look what they're doing with the vaccine. Look who they're going after now. They couldn't win with the adults. So now, hey, kids, step up. Get your shot. You need a shot. A shot's good for you. It will protect your grandma and grandpa. Wait a minute. First of all, who the fuck are you in the government to tell my kids what shot they need and what they don't need? Thanks. I don't even make that decision. She does. <laughs> You're damn skippy, I do. The point is, is that this is what they think of you. They think you're stupid. I know I know all the Republican people that are listening and the conservative people that are listening to me. I know that you know this. I'm not trying to insult your intelligence. 
but for the retarded liberal people that seemed in the need to listen to our show. Explain to me where there is an original thought that's come from Ibram X. Kendi, that's come from any one of the senator or the Congress people or senators or anything from uh, AOC, AOC to freaking um, Elon Ibra, whatever the fucker, Elon Omar, Elon, yeah, uh, Ibra, well, whatever her name is. Yep, she doesn't matter. Um, anybody, I, I, I haven't yet to hear an original thought that makes any bit of sense about any of this shit. And the more and more they push this issue, I think the more and more they are trying, they're they're trying like ass over tea kettle right now to drive a spike in between the American people. What they cannot do is do that. They are realizing that that is not working. Well, it's starting to bite them in the ass, right? Because they're- People are fighting back. Their ideology is starting to translate into reality and people aren't liking it. So the LGBTQ thing. Okay, so California has banned government travel to 17 states because of LGBTQ laws that prohibit transgender bathrooms. That's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah. See how it works out for it. It sure is. It sure is. 17 states. How do you ban travel to 17 states? How do do you Uh, ban travel at all? Well, no, I have a question for you, because if I can get my car and drive across border to border, because this remember, folks, this is not 1986 Russia. It's not where we go up to the border. We have to show our papers, please. No, this is the United States of America where I can get my fucking car and I can drive from Georgia to California. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to do it. Yeah, but California won't pay for you to drive back to Georgia. I don't give a shit. Well, that's the point. They, they I'm on will, vacation. They are not, they're not talking about vacation. They're talking about government wow, that's, travel. That's odd. So, so folks, if they're going to do that in government travel, what it comes down to is this now. Um, you know, I, I don't support any sort of a, uh, uh, what the hell is it called? They, when people freaking stop buying shit uh, from a certain company. Oh, boycotting? Boycott. I really don't support boycotts because I think they're stupid. But I think maybe now is the time we start boycotting California. Well, so uh, this actually happened in California at a spa in Los Angeles, actually. This I is want to be clear with you. It's okay. It's okay for a man to go into the women's section, show his penis around the other women, young little girls under age. Your spa, we spa, condone that. Is that what you're saying? Like I asked. It's so he, so he can stay there. He can stay there? What sexual orientation? I see a dick. Um, he is not a female, sweetie. Okay, girls down there, other women who are highly offended for what they just saw. And you did nothing, absolutely nothing. In fact, you sided with him. So we spa is an agreement with men that just say they are a woman and they can go down there with their penis and get into the women's section. Is that what you're saying? What, what, really? What law? What law? So women can go into the men's with their breasts. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't. Y'all wouldn't come back either. Yeah, get your money back. You got a man with his penis talking about he's a woman. He ain't no woman. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's no such thing as transgender. He has a dick. Okay. He has a penis. 
his penis is hanging out. Okay, no, I'm not one. Actually, I'm a woman who knows how to stand up and speak up for my right. As a woman, well, thank, I have a right to feel comfortable thank God. without a man exposing himself. Okay, no, you go somewhere else. Okay, See, so, so, right. so folks, this is, what, this is what I'm talking about. This is all the tight. I mean, I don't mean to boycott California in that way that, like hurts people like that. I mean, I know there's tons of Republicans in California. There's tons of people that listen to us in California. California went red. I'm I'm getting this problem with California. You all voted for this. This is the shit that's there because you have voted. People in California need to start waking up. You need to start red pilling your neighbors. You need to start talking to your neighbors about this this type of shit. That's unsat. I don't care who you are. That is. Uh, especially if there are young girls present and there's dudes in there exposed, the fact that that guy's still alive, I'm amazed. Seriously, because I w- if if it were my daughter or it were my child yeah, in man, that you, room, you had ripped it off and made him a woman for real. I would have fucking shot him. He would have been dead. It, it probably would have been better if you just ripped it off and actually made a woman. A actually, woman. I would have done what I did to a bunch of Afghani's before free, I killed them. Free tran- transgender surgery. Correct. Like, <laughs> compliments at the Nick. point. <laughs> Seven point six two millimeter. Oh, yep. I, I do pin, pinpoint accuracy transgender surgery. I take everything and make it all disappear. But long story short, this is this is what they're this is how they're treating you. If you do not see that, if you've not seen that this week, I beg of you, please go back and look at the stories we brought up. Look at all the headlines. I I, I can go through headlines all night long, but it, it doesn't do any good. I, I'm just saying that these people they treat you like you're an idiot. There's there's no other way to put it. They think you're so stupid that you don't remember that they just took something and renamed it. I mean, how dumb do you have to be to to bite onto this shit? Liberals are. They are biting hook line. They're fucking chewing on the reel, folks. They are all the way down on the reel. They have deep-throated this son of a gun. They are sitting there sucking on the reel right now. Well, do you think they're going to believe that you got to put your mask back on and go back to social distancing and... Uh, stay at home for two weeks to flatten the curve again. Well, the, because it's coming. The Delta variant is coming. I mean, we, we, uh, what you were talking about it, uh, Australia. Uh, no, no, no. Start with Jill. Jill oh. said it. Jill said it best. She was the one that told us about the pandemic ahead of time. Jill did say it best. And this is bad because now she's losing her mind. So who's really talking for Joe? Maybe that's she, my next question. Maybe she actually took the shot and she's suffering from uh mild forms of dementia. Prion folding in her brain. Which is basically dementia. Mad cow disease. It's really actually dementia. But okay, at her age it would be dementia, not mad cow disease. I mean, she's not nearly as old as, as Joe because he she most certainly is. No, she's not because she's, he she's, was she's he, four years younger than he is. Yeah, well, she was their babysitter. Um, well, if you, you, if you, you know you what Joe is doing, um, Joe was poking the babysitter. Yeah. Hey, you're going to have that though on those big jobs primarily, but yeah, I mean, it was really weird because the Delta Delta upgrade, all it is, uh, is the India, it's just the India strain of COVID that they're now saying is the Delta upgrade. It's really funny though, because, uh, just this past week, um, it's uh, Delta Plus. Yeah, well, what the fuck? Who cares? They're just saying that because they're afraid they're going to offend some LBGTQ plus three other fucking letters that I don't even know what they are um, in in a row, and it makes them feel important. Anyway, so they went with the Greek alphabet. How are the Greeks not offended? That's my question, right? But it, it makes me – it's a, part of another thing that took place this week that I, I thought was really interesting. I went into this house uh, 
uh, as you all know, I'm a firefighter and, uh, we got called as a medical, medical response for an unconscious male. And, uh, we got there and the wife had on the table, as I walked in, uh, the guy's COVID, uh, vaccination card. And I looked at it and I was like, okay, what does this mean? And the lady looked at me like I was absolutely bonkers. Like, are you serious? He's got a COVID vaccination card. I walked in. I first thing I asked him, I said, have you been sick? He said, yeah. I said, said, you ever have COVID? He's like, yeah, I got it right now. I said, hmm, wow, look at that one. Because you are vaccinated, doesn't work. Not but for what they told you it worked for. You anyway. have COVID. Are you? I looked at him and I, I literally no mask on my face, no nothing. I looked at him and I said, "Are you scratching your head yet, trying to figure out how you got it?" He's like, and he was trying to breathe. I mean, he had trouble breathing, but I mean, he really just had a fever. He kind of passed out, and he looked at me. He goes, "Yeah, well, why do I have it?" I was like, "I thought you got vaccinated." He goes, "I did." I was like, well, and he got vaccinated like four months ago. I said, so why do you have it? And he just kind of looked at me. He's like, you know, there's just, there's, come on, man. (laughs) And I was like, I was looking at him going, dude, I'm here to help you, but, and I'll help you. But you, your, your wife threw this in my face. Like it was important. And I just kind of pushed it off and put it on the table because I uh, great. I've got one too. You want me to pull it up? I can pull it up. Got it. We can we can hang out. What Your, are we going? Yours doesn't what, work either. What are we going to swap spit? Hold hands in the shower? Do something cool? No. Well, mine mine does work because I've never been, never ever anybody in my family has never given anything to the human genome experiment or twenty three and me. And now we're finding out that if you didn't, you probably are really less likely to get in this shit. So okay. just throwing that out there. Well, here's what Jill had to say about it. What is that dumbass? L- listen carefully. Scientists have been studying similar viruses and working on this type of vaccine for decades. So when this pandemic started, they already had a pandemic ready to go. So when this pandemic started, they already had a pandemic ready to go. Uh, No, she had to have misspoke there. There's no way that she just said that we had a pandemic ready to go. Scientists have been studying similar viruses and working on this type of vaccine for decades. So when this pandemic started, they already had a pandemic ready to go. Well, she did. We just played it twice. (laughs) And she's really, wow. Uh, Welcome to the table, Jill. You and Joe are now sitting at the little kid's table waiting on dinner. Telling telling the the dementia-riddled truth. Yes. Uh, The quiet part out loud, as I like to put it. That's it. Uh, I mean, because we've got Australia going into a lockdown um, here shortly. There's protests in London. um, And then, of course, you know, my wife and her uh, diluted bit with the papers found on a bus stop, which we had to narrow down tonight with the truth. So tell me about the papers at the bus stop, babe, because you made a huge deal about this. And I kind of was like, no, well, I mean, sounds good. So, well, it was interesting. There was a random story that came out that there were some high-level classified military documents that were just randomly left at a bus stop in England. Okay. Breaking news, by the way. Real quick, breaking news. Got some breaking news. Breaking news? Yeah. Yep. yep. What's that? Pennsylvania just voted for the their uh, election reform bill just went through. Just happened as we're talking on this podcast right now. So just so you're aware, the election reform bill has gone through. 
And if you didn't know, Donald Rumsfeld died today. Yeah, I knew that. So you think the DOJ is going to sue uh, Pennsylvania just Pro- like they, probably. They, they're, they're suing, suing Georgia, Georgia right now? I mean, that's, that's But anyway, you were saying okay. about this high-speed so, papers that were found on a desk today or on a bus stop. Yes. And the BBC reported on them that they were military plans against Russia, seeing how Russia was going to react to things. Whenever they talk about Russia it always tells me they're covering something up because they use the same playbook over and over again. So it was really interesting that at the same time, these uh, memorandums came out from Neil Ferguson, who is a a high-speed doctor in the UK. And the subject is next steps, permanent lockdown of the UK. This is a private and confidential document, by the way. So some highlights here. It says, uh, we now have a relatively short window of opportunity with which to finalize our next steps of the process. It remains crucial for everything to remain on track and for all of us to remember our common purpose behind this. Uh, Then we'll be able to move on with part two of the plan. This will be moving towards a permanent lockdown of the country from Thursday, the 15th of July, with the reasons for doing so being a spike in the new India and Nepal variants the Delta and Delta Plus variants of the virus, which, as we know, is just a rebranding of hay fever. The virus has already been very profitable and fruitful for us, and there is no limit to which we cannot further profit in both financial and reputational terms. Let's see. We can model increases of these variants in line with, for example, anti-lockdown protests. This would be a great one to push in light of recent events. Huge protests in London. Uh, Euro 2021 football matches in England and Scotland. Let's see, where populations swell during summer months, seaside resorts, etc. Uh, the compliance and unquestioning nature of the masses will be crucial in getting us across the finishing line. And thereby, we would have played our part in the changing of the country. So... They are trying to lock down the UK permanently, pushing the Delta variant, and I'm sure it'll turn into climate change and whatever fucking narrative they're pushing to control you like you are a slave. And if you think it's not coming here, you're going to be sadly mistaken. It's already coming to Australia. In Australia, they locked down the biggest part of Australia for two weeks, two weeks to flatten the curve. Do you know how many, oh, over 80 cases of the Delta variant in Australia. You know how many people have died from COVID in Australia? Total, all told, from the very beginning. Yeah. You know how many? Zero. Zero. Uh, they've had more deaths from the vaccine they've than they've had. They've had 300 reported deaths from the vaccine. They have had zero deaths from COVID, but they are locking down Australia and pushing vaccine passports. Well, this, and then this all kind of echoes back to a story that I read, uh, this was, uh, the 24th of June came out the 24th of June in Breitbart. Um, and this kind of, if you don't think it's coming here, uh, let's talk about this because you, you, you heard V she was talking earlier. Um, she played a little snippet of a hearing that's going on right now. And guess who's not present at that hearing. Well, actually, it was. It went on yesterday, and it was Fauci. Or yesterday, he was invited. Fauci was invited. He declined. To However, come. he declined to come. Who so declines did, to well, appear before stop, Congress? Stop, stop. Plus, two other Congress or two other doctors mm-hmm. were also invited. They also declined to come. Now, why would you decline to show up at something like that? Because you're afraid you're going to be arrested, or 
or you're going to have your asset because you're going to have your reputation permanently destroyed. That's Correct. what they care about. So, they care about power and money. So this came out that uh, report said that Fauci and Collins protested Donald Trump's orders to cancel the virus research money at the Wuhan lab after Trump came out and said no. And anyway, long story short, this article is a little long, um, but actually it's not very long at all. But when you get through it, one of the big parts is that they start talking about how uh, Trump may not have been aware or the White House may not have been aware that certain things were going on. Well, February 2nd, there was an email. And if you refer back to actually being like, can you grab my whiteboard? Yep. Uh, there was an email on February 2nd, one that I talked about when uh, a couple podcasts ago. And Jim Jordan talked about it too in the congressional hearing yesterday. I love that. And matter of fact, my whiteboard is making it everywhere from what I'm understanding. But anyway, February 2nd, I talked about one of the most important emails on there on February 2nd that took place. And uh, I know it's on there. I just have to well, look at it. 131 and then 224. Well, it, it might have been... Uh, uh, together email anyway oh no the reason it's not on here is because it was completely um redacted redacted and you can't see anything but jim jordan made uh did some conspiracy digging of his own which i was pretty impressed with actually for jim jordan um he did a little um conspiracy digging of his own and he linked a couple things together and he came out with the same conclusion that i did that uh fauci knew as of february 2nd that this was really bad it was very contagious and that a whole lot of people were going to die. And Fauci said essentially within the same, within the same bet, he basically, they said, well, yeah, they were all talking. It was all emails back and forth between each other. And when they requested the emails, the emails via the FOIA request, um, all the emails came to them. They were all redacted. And he basically laid out that, look, I'm pretty sure what they were talking about was this paper that, Fauci comes out on 3, 4, on 20 when he releases this paper that starts to uh, fight the whole part of um, the infection was not coming from a lab, that it actually came from uh, a zoological uh, part, that it was transferred from a bat to a human, like there was genetics that actually, but actually on February 2nd, what he found out is, no, this didn't. It actually came from a lab. They found that repeating genome that I talked about, the CGGG genome that does not show up in nature. Yet here we are, and Fauci saying, nah, nah, no, not really. Um, it, that's not really happening, blah, 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 so on and so forth. And it continues that way. Well, Jim Jordan also failed to realize that there was another member in that email. And Jim Jordan failed to mention this one person that was also on this email header. And the only reason I found it is because I was specifically looking for certain parts of data in these emails. And in all government emails, there are email addresses, obviously, and you have different email addresses here, there, and everywhere else. Well, I found in this one, it was really freaking weird that I found Pence's name on this email chain. It happens to be the February 2nd email. That's where all of this started for me. That's where I found out that Pence was involved in all of this crap. Now, so that just tells me that all of that information made it to Pence. And stopped there. And stopped there. It never made it to Trump. So 
remember, if you remember a couple weeks ago when we started this, when I started pulling these emails apart and I started looking at the emails and I started drawing out a timeline, who knew what, when I, I was kind of concerned because I said that the next, like the natural next question in any good conspiracy is who knew what, when do they know it? How do they know it? Where do they get the information from? And I realized that there was a lot of gray area in there. I didn't, wasn't really sure if Trump knew anything, wasn't really sure when Trump knew something, didn't know because they have a lot of emails that are redacted. It was just really weird on this one email that Pence's name was not redacted. And this is all within the February 2nd shit. So now my question becomes, uh, I wonder if A, did Jim Jordan see that? B, if Jim Jordan listens to us or if somebody else listens to us that knows Jim Jordan, maybe you can pass that information along because that's kind of really telling. Now my question becomes, I'm no longer worried about Trump. All worry that I had about Trump, what Trump knew, what Trump was pushing. He didn't know. He didn't know. No. He was pushing the vaccine because he was told the vaccine works. He was told not only by the drug manufacturers, he was told by Fauci, he was told by all his trusted advisors, the people that were telling him he thought what was the truth. Trump didn't know. Trump was just in the, as much in the dark as we were because people were working against Trump the whole time that he was in office, as we've come to find out. From it, the very beginning. And it, it gets even worse on that one From because I've got, the very beginning. I've got some more on that one, which is really scary. But this is all the shit that we're finding now. This is funny because, you know, it's what really drove me nuts during Trump's presidency. One of the things that I kept sitting there scratching my head going, why is he even rebutting any of this? Why is he even talking to anybody about this? And it, it struck me today. It, it really did. It hit home. Now I figured it out. So this is what I figured out. Trump dealt with this shit because Trump didn't know any better because he wasn't being told the whole truth to begin with, which is a scary thought to begin with. I mean, first of all, he's president. He's commander in chief. He should be being told the truth all the time. But then we see what's happening now. Remember when all of this shit with all the, uh, well, he was colluding with the Russians. Yet they could never, ever find any proof. Because it was all bullshit. We're conspiracy theorists. We're dry with no proof. There was no proof. Yet now, look at it. I'm surrounded with shit. I can't put shit down. I can't stop reading shit because I keep finding shit about what they're doing and what they're doing. They're not even trying to cover any of this up anymore. We're all seeing this in real time. We're seeing actual conspiracies played out in real time. And... You know when I know it's a real conspiracy? You know when I know it's the honest to God truth? It's not a conspiracy. It's actually happening. When the liberals come out first and say, it's a conspiracy. That tells me it's not a conspiracy. Because all they know how to do is lie. Bingo. Because they are the masters of projection. Because everything they say is the reverse of the truth. It is the opposite of reality, of fact. So moving right along. We got some legal stuff, too, that's happened this past week. If you haven't been watching, Ooh. old Rudy, he had his law license suspended in New York. Oh, not a big deal. He's only, you know, he's only barred in like five or six other states. I mean, it's not like he can't practice law anymore. He just can't do it in New York anymore. And, and he had quite a bit to say about that. I was listening to him on a, a podcast the other day. I was actually listening to his podcast, and he's actually really pissed off about it because he's like, this he is really bullshit. He really is. He really is. Um He's been practicing law in New York for like 50 years. 50 or, plus years. Yeah, yeah, 50 years. 
He has Remember, tried. He goes some back of to uh, the biggest cases ever in he, New York. He goes he back to Donnie Brasco. Mob. He goes back to Donnie Brasco. Yes, that's where he made his bones. Was Donnie Brasco? Seriously. So if you're not aware of what Donnie Brasco is, go watch the movie with Johnny Depp. It's actually a really good representation of what took place during that time. But Rudy Giuliani was the guy in Donnie Brasco. He was the lawyer in Johnny Brasco that put Donnie Brasco away, and all of that crew, that whole crew out there in the in in Brooklyn. So, but that's. He's not so pissed about his reputation because that they've thrown so much shit at him. What he's, his reputation is never going to get hurt. What he's pissed about is the fact that they have pulled his law license, citing that he claimed evidence that he claimed voter fraud, but they refuse to listen to any of the witnesses or read any of the affidavits of voter fraud. No, but w- you know what? We have too. We have some things that have happened this week that actually support that claim, which drives me up a wall. It supports that claim, yet it validates me. I have another big win, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, You're absolutely right, though. He's not off on that. They didn't look at an ounce of evidence. They didn't hear a case. They didn't hear a witness. They didn't hear a person that he brought forth in front of a court. Instead, they decided to play their games and say, well, you don't have standing. Um, how does an American citizen not have standing in a political race or in an election to elect a president? But this has much bigger implications. Essentially. I'm not really sure how. I well, mean, that's our here, I'll lay it out for you. Ninth Amendment. I mean, here, here's No, here is how this particular thing, how them pulling Rudy's law license has much bigger implications. Because they essentially, when you boil it down, they pulled his law license because they didn't like his client. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what happens when another patriot gets in trouble? A lawyer is going to refuse to defend him because he's going to be afraid of losing his law license because the government doesn't like his client? So wait a minute. Hold on a second. Let's talk about his client just for one second. Because his client was also in the news this week, other than his rally, which was fantastic. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we've been hearing about indictments coming on Trump that, that from New, New York, York today New, oh, is going after down. Trump. They're going after him. They and what happened? Ta- nothing. Did he, didn't he? I thought he was getting indicted. No. I thought he was going to jail. I thought they were going to lock him up for the rest of his life. For what? Exactly. Because he is the cleanest businessman so, ever. They couldn't find anything. They have been looking for shit on him for five years, and they have found exactly zilch. So get this. So on Thursday morning, the New York DA... And the 27th page, if you go to most of any of the New York uh, liberal, you know, fucking websites or their newspapers or shit, you're going to find out that Donald Trump will not be indicted for anything because they can't find anything on Donald Trump. Monday at nine o'clock in the morning, the top story in New York City at that time was Rudy Giuliani's law license being suspended. So tell me really quick, does that not sound like it's retribution? For them not being able to find anything against Donald Trump. Sure does. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what I see. When I look at that, that's what I see. That's just really weird how that happened. And to add to that, it it goes back to the DOJ suing Georgia. Georgia. The DOJ probably going to be suing Pennsylvania now because now we just found out that Pennsylvania passed their, their voting election law, you know, reform act, which that's going to be huge. Um, which brings us into the NSA <laughs> and their beauty that they they did this week. Because, you know, I was listening. Uh, we, were, we were sitting here the other night 
uh, last night actually watching Hannity and, uh, right at the end, Tucker Carlson said something I never thought I'd ever hear a Fox news reporter say towards the end of his show, right before Hannity started. And he said that the NSA was spying on him. Yeah. They were like fucking, they were spying on him. I was like, what? No, that's impossible. So Tucker Carlson launched a pretty big claim there. And I was like, wait a minute, dude. You don't just go throwing claims out like that unless you've got some proof. Well, then I did a little digging in what Carlson's proof was. And Tucker said that there was there was a story that he's currently working on that only him and his producer knew. It was sent via text message and email. So the NSA has been spying on his text messages and his email because this whistleblower that he has read all of his text messages and all of his emails between him and his producer, every single one, word for word, as in like, look, dude, I'm holding the paper in front of me. It's it's like, I, I know you can't see me if you're listening to me, but if you can see me on Rumble, there's the paper right there. I'm reading it. I'm reading it word for word. And I'm thinking to myself, man, that is, that is like proof. I mean, that you can't get much more proof than that, especially if you're in the intelligence world. When we start talking about digging about emails and text messages, there's a lot of shit we can do if you are a foreign entity. However, if you're a U.S. person, you have anywhere between 30 and 90 days to get rid of that information, especially if you collect information on a U.S. person. So I thought it was odd, but Tucker, I guess, decided to one-up it. It wasn't last night. It was Monday night that we saw it. So Tuesday night, I was watching Tuesday night. I watched Tucker's show because now I'm really interested. Before they got on the air, Tucker called the NSA. He called them out. He got them on the phone. He's like, look, dude, are are you really spying on me? And they, uh, they kept whatever doing what they were doing on the phone. I don't remember exactly what he said they were doing on the phone, but then this morning, I guess he received an email and in that email, it contained a message. Uh, you have that message pulled up. You can read it real quick. Just the top line. The big, the big part is that top line of that message because they said that he was not the center of any intelligence investigation on any foreign entity currently going on. Okay. So look, we have, you have your main collection, right? When you're going after your target overseas, right? So let's just say I'm looking at Alibaba Dawahi, whatever his name is, and I'm following him and he has contact with a U.S. person. We call this incidental collection. So for instance, if Vlin's talking to Alibaba okay. Dawahi and he, they're talking about a terrorist plot that's about to take, you know, go after the United States. Uh, and I happen to, Catch these emails, and she's a U.S. person, right? There are certain laws that I have to follow as an intelligence person, as an intelligence professional. You're not allowed to. There's certain data that you cannot collect. However, they do collect it if it's within what they consider incidental collection, meaning he's actually talking about a plot to attack Americans to an American. Well, at that part, at that point, she becomes part of the investigation. Now she becomes a member of the investigation. So here's the NSA statement. Okay. Well, I was kind of explaining the first line. All I want is really that top line. No, no. It, well, it's, it's, they, they don't know how to use punctuation. 
Well, they're NSA guys. They're nerds. What do you want? On June 28th, 2021, Tucker Carlson alleged that the National Security Agency has been monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take the show off the air. This allegation is untrue. Tucker Carlson has never been an intelligence target of the agency, and the NSA has never Stop. had any plans to try and take his program off the air. Stop right there. Tucker Carlson Stop. has never been an intelligence Can- target of the agency. Okay, stop. This is what I'm talking about. He's never been an intelligence target. However, incidental collection does happen. He had a meeting with a president in Guatemala uh, a couple weeks ago when old Harris was down there. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that they weren't watching that and what was going on? And now they have access to his email. And they, like I said, anywhere between 30 and 90 days, they have to determine whether the person is an intelligence target or not. The fact that somebody else, a whistleblower, somebody who's calling out the NSA saying, you're doing some illegal shit. Because the second, for instance, let's just say uh, VLIN and Alibaba Dawahi uh, are talking about cooking. And she honestly believes that he's talking about cooking. Meanwhile, he's talking to her about building bombs. But she honestly believes that she's ta- he's talking about cooking strawberries. Tabuli. That is where, at that point, that collection, for uh, on our part, on the American side, we have to dump that. We have to delete all of that shit. None of that shit exists anymore. We just delete everything. We no longer have taps, no wiretaps, no nothing. Matter of fact, more than likely, what we're going to do is go over and talk to VLAN and be like, hey, look, you've already been talking to this guy. We just want you to keep talking to him, but we want you to get some more information. And we'll figure out a way to slide questions in there that she can she can get answered through this guy we're actually going to use you as like what i like to call a source you're going to get information for us and why are you going to get that information for us oh you're going to get that information for me because you love the country you're not some jackass stupid sideshow clown that turns your back on the flag when the freaking national anthem's playing well that's what they used to say, but now they say, because otherwise we'll throw you in jail as a traitor. No, you always go after pride. Pride comes first before you do that. Pride always comes first. We'll see. And an American, you can get a pride. You can get pride like that. It's amazing what you can do with an American, but long story short, um, that's, I mean, that sums all that up in one little bit, but there's more because like anything else in this world, um, but wait, there's more. There's, there's always more of that. And I I go to this one and this is a scary, this is scarier than anything else we've talked about, I think. And I think I may have thrown out, this is the conspiracy of our lifetime because I, you've said that a few times. I know I might be saying that again here because this is really bad because this, uh, aligns certain stars in an area and then we just shot an arrow through all those stars. And now they all fucking connect. And it's really scary when you put all this together. But, and I got to go to this story really quick. If you give me one second, I got to find it because it's a pain in the ass to find it. So, bah, bah, bah. And uh, there we go. So it talks about the new, uh, this is, came from, came from a Wall Street Journal opinion piece. So it says a new chance to, at the 2016 mystery mysteries. Now, granted, this is the Wall Street Journal, so we know this is already what? 2016 was a mystery? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It mm. gets even better. This makes it really bad. This makes it really horrible. Because there was no way Hillary could lose. Yeah. 
So it was thought. So anyway, if you're listening and you're looking, uh, if you go to this Wall Street Journal opinion piece, um, it was done by Holman W. Jenkins. the institution of the Biden Justice Department, Inspector General Michael Horowitz, is launching yet another investigation related to the 2016 election fraud or election. Where's he, Durham? That's my net. Would you stop? Fuck. You're getting in my head. Stay out of my head. It's already <laughs> crazy enough in there. He will pursue a question that might have Democrats in Congress and the media cheering more loudly if they hadn't already account- encountered Horowitz's willingness to unearth the truths that are not useful to Democrats in the media, which means the Democrats are actually shitting in their pants. Full-blown panic. In, now, now, understand this. In Biden's terms, he's shitting in his depends. Because it really depends on what Hor- which way Horowitz finds. Because the one thing I do like about Horowitz, he might be a gigantic liberal. He still tells the truth. When he finds some shit that's dirty on liberals, he tells it. He finds shit dirty on Republicans, he tells it. The crazy part is this memo. And everybody says, What memo? Mick, what memo are you, whatever are you talking about when it comes to this memo? There is a memo that supposedly is going around. Now, I know this is going to sound convoluted as fuck, but listen to what I say. So everybody remembers in 2016, it was October 2016, uh, Jim Comey comes out and he says, yeah, about all that, that e- private email server that Killary had. Yeah, th- there's, there's nothing really wrong there. And everybody, uh, every liberal out there will tell you that's how Donald Trump got elected. Well, folks... Got another one for you. So what if, and I'm just spitballing here, fucking shit cannon. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. What if that memo actually was from Russia and Russian intelligence sources letting Jim Comey, Loretta Lynch, and other members of the Justice Department know that we known about killeries? Hit list? No. We've known about Killary's email server. We've known about that server. We've been hacked into it for some time. We know all the other dirty shit you're doing. And then all of a sudden, if you remember back to 2016, right? 2016, we hit election night. Donald Trump wins. 2017, you get not even two months into 2017. What drops? Collusion collusion. Donald Trump was colluding with the Russians, right? Obviously. What if that was merely just a cover to find out if Donald Trump had that memo? Well, fuck me running. Does that not change how all this goes down? So, and the reason this was brought up is I'm not really sure if you all are aware, but, um, and I want to make sure that I report this properly because you know me, I'm not one to throw out anything just based on, eh, not really fact, but you know. So the oh. tarmac meeting. Oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa. Time out. Time out. Because oh. you just mentioned the name Loretta Lynch. Correct. So and but I've Clinton. I've, I've got to get into this part real quick first before okay. we even get there. Okay. And now I of course I cannot find the damn story that I'm looking for. But uh and I just found it. No, I didn't. That's the wrong one. That's the one I already knew about. Where's the so anyway, uh, so as you're looking at this, right, obviously, yes, we did talk about that. Um, we found out that 
there is this memo, supposedly. It's out there. I've already instructed my sources that they are to look for this memo. I need to know as much as they can freaking tell me about it because I really want to know about this memo. I want to read it. I want to see it because I think this is going to lead us into a whole bunch of different things. And a lot of it is real ugly. And a lot of it comes back on the U.S. intelligence service, which is really, really, really bad. Um, and there's some new declassified stuff that just came out about the FBI and uh, vast troves of Americans' communications that they were looking through after January 6th and amongst other things that the NSA has been spying on Americans for a very long time. Not that that comes as any surprise to us. A lot of us in the conspiracy realm, we've been saying that for freaking years. But the big part about this is this FBI lawyer, and I'm trying to remember his name because I cannot find the article to save my life. It was the FBI lawyer that was involved with Carter Page um, and all of that wonderful stuff. And a lot of people ask me, well, how did you how did you get to this point? And I swear to God, I have a point to this, and it all kind of links together. It's craziness. Um, but I'm trying to find how uh, what I did with it. I did something really stupid with it. That's really what the Kevin Kleinsmith, that FBI lawyer. Kevin Kleinsmith, that is exactly he pled the guy. guilty to one count of making a false statement on Wednesday. Correct. And guess what he got? One year probation. No, he with got time served. He got one year of not being able to practice law. He is banned from practicing law for one year, but they are giving him time served. He's not going to jail. If you or I did this you and I would end up in jail for 10 to 15 years. Easy. If you and I, now remember what Klein Smith did. He took a email that was sent to him. He took that email and he doctored the email so that it fit the narrative that they were trying to prove to prove that Carter page was more involved in all of that stuff. And it seemed like Carter page was deeper in the Russian collusion bit than he actually was. Because there was no Russian collusion. Correct. So he took all of that. He dumped all of that in there. And then he gets wrapped up in this thing. And next thing you know, he's standing on the hot seat. And now he's not going to jail. He's getting, uh, essentially what he's getting is four to six months. Because it's going to be four to six months before he start, he can start practicing law again. That's the only thing he got. He didn't go to jail. He got 12 months probation and 400 hours of community service. He's not doing anything else. That's it. And he's already been given time served, which means he really has four to six months before he can start practicing law again. This guy worked for the FBI. This is the scary part about big government. This is the things I used to work for the government, folks. I can tell you right now, this is the shit that scares me. When there is no law anymore. There's no accountability. There's no accountability for any of these ass clowns out there to include people like Kevin Kleinsmith, to include Hunter Biden to include Hillary Clinton, to include, I mean, you name it. You name these people that are out there lying. Nobody's being held accountable anymore. They can get away with murder. You've got Jen Psaki doing it as the political commissar for freaking Joe Biden. As she's standing there as the political officer, no, you will listen to me. You will listen to me. Well, the government is holding some people accountable because they've just hired like 14,000 new IRS people to go after conservatives. Well, of course. I mean, it's liberals in power. What do you want? Absolutely. So, I mean, this it might be the biggest. If I find this memo and I get this memo before the rest of you all, I will be the first one to share it with you all. But I can tell you right now, this would be, this would trump everything else I've already done. 
and I've done a lot of work on a lot of other shit. And if I get this memo, wow, we're going to be killing it because there's going to be a lot of people all of a sudden taking notice that, wait a minute, how did he get this? Because I've got some, I've got some deep people that might be able to actually pull us one off for me. If they can get this memo, that's going to be like plutonium. I might actually literally have to change my name and start shooting people because uh, this could be bad. You've already changed your name twice. Yeah, I know. It's, it's horrible. So that's getting through our legal stuff. And is the NSA really spying on us? Like I just told you about the FBI. Obviously, they've got a ton of crap that they're getting hemmed up with now. This is why we can't trust the FBI anymore, folks. I'd love to trust them. I love, I got a bunch of buddies that are all FBI agents. I think they're great guys. But I really have to wonder, what are they doing right now? Because this doesn't just, it doesn't compute. It doesn't make any sense. It's not legal. Once you get rid of the Fourth Amendment, how is any of this shit legal? Well, if you go back to your Chinese informant, Dong, who said that there are Chinese spies all through the intelligence agencies, oh, the yeah. FBI, the CIA, the executive branch, all the way up the line, and then you follow the money at the same time. The best way they can support themselves is to ensure that a liberal is in office. But Why is that? Follow the money. Facebook and Google also both invested in the Wuhan lab. Oh, yeah. Okay. The... So if you didn't know, if you thought, oh, well, you know, at least Facebook's still good. Nope. No, it's not. The uh, the owner of Google's sister is a big part of 23andMe. Mm-hmm. See how this all ties together? Uh, wait wait a minute. I saw how it all tied together long before anybody else did. Yeah, I, I gotcha. We so, just- oh, I'm sorry. Not not Google. Um, YouTube. Whatever. Susan Doesn't really matter. from YouTube and Anne from 23andMe are sisters. Okay. Uh, so it, you, you put all those together. You've got big tech, big pharma, and big government. Oh, and China. All And China. All, all in bed. All in bed it's, together. I believe they call that a menage a trois. Uh, it's more than that. Um, but that's that's why the censorship is going on. Quattro trois? I, I, I don't know. But, what is it a foursome? I guess it's just foursome. So, but if you think about it, <laughs> no. so Google and Facebook and Hunter Biden funding the Wuhan lab. Well, no, it's not Hunter. You know, it's not Hunter. No, Hunter was, couldn't keep a dollar no. if the crack had okay, fallen it was, down it in was the carpet. Ro- you're right. It's, it's Joe. It was Rosemont Seneca. It's Joe. It's Joe because Joe was also involved in Rosemont Seneca, um, as was Carrie's son. Correct. Yes. Both of them were because so, Rosemont Seneca actually had two other senator sons in there. So you've got big government. I, I actually believe and um, big tech. No, 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 hold on. Funding there's, Wuhan, there's another one there's, which made money for big pharma. There's a daughter actually that's in there that I know of that's involved with Rosemont Seneca. Fantastic. No, it is. It's actually huge. Which one? And uh, it just dawned on me too. I don't know why I've never said this before. Hmm. Uh, uh, Chelsea. No, the one that's uh, all over. She lost her position and everything because she was going after uh, Trump and oh god, what Cheney. The Cheney, Liz, Liz Cheney. Cheney, Liz Cheney was involved with Rosemont Seneca. Fantastic! I fucking I completely forgot about that. Her name was all over a bunch of their documents. Rosemont Seneca. Yeah, we have all that. The, ooh, that's a deep document. That's plutonium right there. That is. That's <laughs> fire because that means I'm bringing down. We've had the evidence that Hunter's been funding Wuhan for like six months now. Actually, that's some crazy shit. Yeah, it's been a pretty bit wild. But this brings us to: if they can do that, what else can they do? 
it's because they going back to what you said, Mick. They think we're stupid, so they do think we're stupid. They are all collaborating together. That's why the censorship came in. They they thought that if we didn't know about it, that they could do whatever they wanted. Just literally pull the wool over our eyes like we're fucking sheeple and jab us with the death shot and just let us, you know, walk off the cliff to our ultimate demise. Yes. But that brings us to our election bit. Because I have to post another W. And my other W is Maricopa County has already released what they're going to do. What they found Some of their findings, they've only released some of their findings. Not all of their findings have been released just yet, but. Well, maybe they've only released some of what they're going to do. No, no, that's the difference. They've released, they've released exactly what they're going to do. What they're going to do is replace the voting machines in Maricopa County because they feel that the voting machines lack the integrity and the safety and security of those machines. Wait a minute. What did you just say, Mix? Yeah, they lack the safety and security of voting machines that they should have working in that county. Oh, oh time out. Time the voting out, time machines out, are out. not secure? Who'd have thunk? Wait a minute. So how are they not going to decertify their elections? They can't. Like I've been saying from the get-go, they cannot do it. This is a constitutional matter. What we've already done, when Penn stood up there and made sure that every vote was counted from the Electoral College, we solidified the vote that took place on January 20th, or correction, on December or uh, November 8th. November 3rd. Or November 3rd. And was solidified on January 20, or on January 6th, which inaugurated Joe Biden as the 46th president of the United States. We can't renege on that now. I've been saying that from the get-go. However, time out. Stand by. Because there's more to that. Well, hold hold on. There what? is. Before, oh, no, no, before no, you no, get no, to what no. you're getting to, wait. Because Georgia State Senator Brandon <sighs> Beach went on Real America's Voice and discussed this. No, you. I'm guaranteeing he's getting it wrong, too. I'm putting money on it because people read what they want to read. I'm telling well, you right let's, now. Let's hear what he had to say. Um, the, if, if you wanted to do an, an analysis of the state, that would go through... The what committee? The Elections Integrity Committee? Well, uh, Government Oversight. Government Oversight. So, and who's the chairman for that, Max? Uh, Matt, Marty Harbin. Marty Harbin. And so Marty, and they do have subpoena power, so they could call. So they have subpoena power. The, the government. Voted on by the full, right. full body. And so we could then ask for other evidence. But I think it's going to be so overwhelming in, in Fulton that shows it's going to be, you know, anywhere from seventeen to 34,000 ballots. It's going to tell the story. But we can then look at Coffee County, Ware County, DeKalb, Gwinnett. We could look at all of them and really make our case. Then what I think we can do, and I'm not sure and I'm not an attorney, but I think we can ask for our 16 electoral college votes back and park them here and just say we don't want those part of the, the vote. So you have the so, basic, you have the authority to basically, uh, in a sense, decertify our, your 16 electoral votes. Just don't give them to Trump. Just park, park them here. Bring them back and park them in Georgia. And then if Arizona did that and if um, a couple other states did that and it got below 270, then the 12th Amendment would kick in and Congress would have to Congress would have to act. act. Right. Okay. One more time. No, it wouldn't. You can't do that. A, you've already solidified the vote. The vote's been voted. You cannot take it back now. We've already moved past that point. Listen, people, we don't want to do that. Think about this. 
without other things happening at the same exact time, we don't want that to happen because if they, let's just say, let's just say what this guy's talking about is true. Let's just say just for shits and giggles, just to appease you. Okay. Without the other shit going on in the background, without the other shit that has to happen at the same time. Okay. If that shit doesn't happen, Nancy Pelosi is now the president of the United States. One more time. Tell me how that ends out good for us. Nancy Pelosi and her radical mind, who she still thinks that January 6th is the most dangerous thing that's ever taken place in this country. Forget 9-11, forget terrorism, forget anything else, homegrown terrorism, homegrown extremists, white extremists. She thinks January 6th is the worst thing that's ever happened in her dilapidated brain. Tell me something for one second. How is that any better? than what we're dealing with right now. At least right now, we know there's some other dickhead behind him pulling the fucking strings, getting Joe to talk. Or they got their hand shoved up his butt and, they're, and he's talking on the mic. It, it's not good. That is not good. We do not want that. That is bad. We want the other option, which I've come to call now the nuclear option because you destroy the government at the same time you do it. I completely agree with everybody else out there who says we have to tear down the FBI, who we, you're absolutely right. Not local law enforcement. No, not local law enforcement. We need to tear down the FBI. You have political players in the FBI right now. We have to come up with an agency much like the internal affairs bureau in any other police department, but they cannot be former FBI agents. They have to be guys like me who are willing to dig through crap and put people in jail. They've got to have arrest authority to put people in jail and say, look, what you're doing is illegal. You are acting in a political manner to support a political person and you're supposed to be apolitical. You are in a position that requires you to be apolitical. Hmm. That's not going to happen. But the part of Maricopa County that's interesting, the part that I was getting at, and this is the one that I just, you know, I've seen it before. I said, but you know, how does Maricopa County, how does that still affect what's going on now, Mick? And I, I bro- broached this subject to a couple people. Hey, my boy, uh, my newest rookie. Oh, buddy, gotcha. I know you're listening. So I may have said something to him just to see what his reaction of it was when I said, hey, you know, what if this happened? How would you feel as an American? And I got to tell you, this kind of hit off with a lot of goodness because I was like, he was like, but how is there no, how can you say that there's no fraud right now? I'm not saying that there's fraud. I'm not saying that there is or there isn't fraud. I'm not saying either way. I'm saying there's no factual evidence to prove there is fraud. I'm saying there's no factual evidence to prove that there isn't fraud. What I'm now saying. Okay, Shapiro. No, no, no. I've always been this way. I've been this way from the get-go. Shapiro's the one that keeps flip-flopping like a goddamn... I mean, I'd like to send him a pair of flip-flops. But now what I'm saying is, as I'm reading this, in Maricopa County, they're saying their machines are fucked up. Because they're Dominion machines. Of course they're fucked up. Wait, what What company did you just say? Dominion. They're Dominion so machines. whose case just got strengthened like 200-fold? Mike Lindell's. Guess who now has standing? Mike Lindell. So tell me something. Maybe Mike Lindell is onto something that we're not. Maybe he is. You know, it's funny because I talked a second ago 
not even probably is probably more like 30, 40 seconds ago because you had to play that freaking horrendously long freaking thing. Oh, that was only half of it. There was more. I talked about a memo, right? Came from Russia, right? Yep. Supposedly what I also found out that's supposedly in this memo also contains election fraud stuff. Really? Then I found out that there was a tarmac meeting that there was well, we between Bill Clinton and Loretta Lynch and another gentleman who may or may not have been there. And now that gentleman is dead. Well, he reported on it. He was a, a journalist that reported on it and he was killed after mm. saying, after basically moving his family around the country because he kept getting death threats from the government. And then he was suicided. Yeah. Well, he shot himself twice, twice in the back. Of the yeah. Head he, was suicide ki- he was killery. Yeah. So, then my question goes back to the election fraud stuff, right? Now we know that that's taken place. We also know that all this other shit's going on with Maricopa County and the election machines now not hitting right. We just had a really fucked up election in New York for the Republican nominee for the, the governor of New York City. And you mean the governor of New York State or that? No, it was for the mayor of New York City. Mayor of New York City. Yes. And the mayor of New York City. It, how can we, and now he's asking the question that I'd be asking, to be honest with him. Um, how can we question elections? You told us that all the elections are good. They're all great. And yet they managed to run 135,000 test ballots. Duplicate ballots. Through, through the, the machines machine. in New York for the mayoral candidate for their primary run. So, so, so this is my point, right? Why do you have to have 135,000 test ballots? Because you always run a test before you actually run the election. Of 135,000? You have to run a, a substantial number to make sure that, and then you're supposed to destroy, separate, destroy, and destroy. Get rid of. Yep. But this is my point, right? There, what's happening right now, and I'm leaning much more towards the fraud side of things taking place because now we have evidence popping up left, right, and center again. Isn't this weird? There was no evidence of this after Trump was elected. Yet after Biden was elected, and so many Americans believe that this is bullshit, now we have all this evidence just popping up out of nowhere. Like all these people are coming forward saying, look at this. I've got the smoking memo. This is getting a little too convenient right now. And you know I do not believe in coincidences. Nope. So we have a whole lot of evidence stacking up right now, one after the other, after the other, after the other. And I know that we can't go a certain direction. I know we can't go. I know you all just want Trump back in office. I do too. God damn it, I do. I got so many brothers that are still serving in the military right now. They're saying, God, get Trump back. I don't want this asshole. He can't even remember what his name is unless he turns around and looks in his underwear. And then God forbid he mistakes what's in his underwear for what's in his pudding cup. Well, he might start chewing it right in front of everybody. And everybody would be like, oh, is that chocolate pudding? Yeah, kind of. It's I mean, rocky de- road. It's, de- been a, it's been a rocky road. Depends on how you look at it. But this is all of this stuff blends together. As you start looking at it, then we go right back to narratives because they're going to spin this somehow. Just wait. It's coming. They're going to spin this. They're going to take this narrative and say, see, it's just Republicans overreacting about election fraud and all this other. No, it's not. It is not. We literally have evidence now coming up. This is all evidence, folks. This is this can't do anything but better better for us. You 
Remember, six states, that's the magic number. We have to have six states that all decertified. They have to do it on the same day. At the same time that that happens on that day, the Senate has to come forward and arrest 96 members of Congress, which I don't think 14 members of the Senate, well, actually 12 of them, have a real issue doing. Hold on a second, because in that clip that I stopped halfway through, at the end of the clip, when he was talking about bringing back the the electoral college votes and parking them in Georgia, he was talking about the down ballot race because they want to do a, an actual forensic audit in Georgia. Purdue only lost by 5,000 votes to Ossoff. 5,000, that was it. What did Kelly Leffler lose by? I don't remember. <laughs> you want to know that? You, you really don't? No. 7,285 votes. Excellent. So both of them, when you go down ballot, Regardless of the executive election, when you go down ballot, both of them should be in the Senate right now, which changes the balance of power. So, well, hold on a second. Now, wait a minute. Whoa. Whoa. Put your heels in the sand. Tell me something. Um, thinking about what we're thinking about right now, right? I, I know where you're going with this. Yep. Because. Yeah, I got you. I, I got you're a better political head, mind. Like I'm in your head. Yeah, I got you. Then you do. So think about this just for one second, right? So let's just say. The down ballot vote, you're absolutely, that is a huge part. What is the one thing they did not look in Maricopa County? Down ballot. They only they, looked at the presidential. Why did they not look at the down ballot? Because they only went after the presidential. No. What was the reason that they did not look in the down ballot? There was no oddities in the down ballot. That should be something that, that should sing to every person that thinks that something's foul or amiss. How do you have all these votes all of a sudden for a liberal president, yet you vote Republican yeah, senators you and Congress you people. You don't vote down t- you don't vote down the ticket and vote because I, I don't know. I don't know how many people out here that listen to us have voted before in their life. I've voted every time I could vote. Every time I voted, I voted a certain way on my ticket. No matter if I really like the person or not, I voted a certain way because I knew a certain standard would remain in the office that I was looking at. Or I was looking that these people were going to be voted into. That being said, now look at it. So why didn't they do that? That just seems, if that does not scream like there's something wrong. Because, you know, when JFK was elected to office um, the first time, and I had to go back and look this up. When he J- cheated. No. When JFK was elected to office the first time, right, uh, most of the people that voted for JFK, it was down ballot blue. It was not down ballot red. It was down ballot blue. Well, JFK was a Democrat. Obviously. But it was down ballot blue. There were so many people that got behind JFK. They voted down ballot just to make sure JFK not only had his seat, but he could run the government the way he wanted to run the government. The only thing that JFK didn't have control over at the time was the CIA and the army and the military. I mean, the military was still mostly Republican. Um, The CIA was too. Long story short, to to figure that, to see that, that was, there's a blue leader who came out and showed, look, I'm a blue leader. I need a blue Congress and I need a blue Senate. And they gave it to him. And it happened in most red states too. It's not, not red or blue. It's immaterial at that point. They voted for the leader. They wanted the leader to have the effect that he needed to have. Joe Biden goes to office and you mean to tell me they voted Joe Biden in office and they didn't give him a Senate or a Congress that would work with Joe Biden. They kept the checks and balances in place. That to me sounds really freaking weird. It just doesn't sound right at all. 
Well, going forward at this, if you look at that and you apply that to this equation that we've already talked about with Maricopa County talking about their voting machines, New York having their election problems in the mayoral race, Georgia, if they find something in Georgia where Kelly Leffler and um, Purdue. Purdue both won, you're absolutely right, changes the complete balance of power in the Senate. We now have the majority in the Senate. Now the question becomes, do we go down the nuclear option route? Well, Sidney Powell had an interesting thing to say about this. You want to hear from our favorite crazy lawyer? About directly about this? Mm -hmm. About uh, overturning the election. Well, uh, not really, but I know you're going to play it anyway. I am. It's certainly important for people to understand what happened here and the more information we can get about Ah. And people say... Well, I think it's certainly important for people to understand what happened here. And the more information we can get about that, the better. It's particularly important for our state legislators to understand it because they have the power to recall the electors for fraud. Fraud vitiates or disposes of everything, undoes everything that wrongfully happened as a result of that fraud. Okay, you have talked before about fraud vitiating everything. You are going back to the nuclear option, though. You're mm. still going back to that one step where we eviscerate everything. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with her. I'm saying she's actually echoing what I've already said, what I've talked about, what's in the Constitution. She's just adding credence to what I said before. You have to look at the options. Is that really what we want? Do we want Nancy Pelosi in charge of this country? But we wouldn't have Nancy Pelosi in charge. That is not true. You, that's how coordinated. Because Listen. if they do it by fraud and Nancy, they can prove that Nancy Pelosi You're not going to get Nancy Pelosi in that fraud. You're not going to get Nancy Pelosi unless the 14 members or the 28 members in total, it'd be the 60 members of the Senate that would be a Republican at that point that would vote in favor of 93 members of Congress being arrested. That is the only way that's happening. You're not going to get that right now. That is an issue. But look at what's waiting in the wings because we already know of shit going on in the White House right now between old Camel Toe's team and old Joe Biden's team and Camel Toe saying this is like being on the Titanic. Oh, yeah. They're flat out calling Biden's team the Titanic. They're sinking, folks. They, That's they what are. that means. Yeah. They are going down in a great big ball of flames. They screw up. If Joe Biden screws up anymore, I he's at a 31.9% approval rating right now overall, which is pretty that, – That's the as lowest. good as they could make the polls look because you know they manipulate the shit out of them. <laughs> Nixon didn't even have a 31% approval rating, even during Vietnam. I mean, give the man a break. Round up to 32 no, I won't. It's 31.9 <laughs> because they wouldn't give that to Trump. No, they wouldn't. So no, I'm not going to do that. We're right media for a reason because we're right all the time. A B, <laughs> uh, this is all bullshit and we know it is. We know the polls don't accurately reflect what the United States. I mean, I've only been pulled once in my whole entire life. I've been on this earth for 44 years. I was pulled once. And you lied. <laughs> oh, I lied my ass off too. <laughs> Riding the Biden train. Hell yeah. All the way home. That's what I told him. <laughs> I ride with Joe. We're with Biden. <sighs> Joe and the hoe going the distance. Either way, folks, this is what we're talking. They think you're stupid. 
do not let them follow this. Do not let them believe that. Um, this is all, <laughs> this is all the same shit over and over again. It's just regurgitated. This is their playbook. This is what they run with. This is how they do their job. This is the way they get suckers to just follow them. And I don't understand why people just don't do their own research and look stuff up. Say, man, that just doesn't sound right. Global warming, freaking come on. And I'm not saying global warming is not real. I'm just merely stating that every time that there's a crisis and they realize that it's falling flat with the American people, they just rename it. You know what? You're right. It was AIDS. Global, now it's COVID-19. Global warming is real. Climate change is real, but it's not man-made. No, and it's not happening. It's not happening. Cyclical. It's not happening at the speed that they're saying it's happening. Now. No, the climate is cyclical. Global warming happens. Global cooling happens. Climate change happens. It has nothing to do with us. We didn't cause it. We can't stop it. We just got to roll with it. That's it. That's what it boils down to. So uh, we our next podcast, uh, we're definitely talking about uh, the January 6th commission because if you didn't know, there is a commission right now on January 6th and the first person who did not enter the White House was arrested uh, this past week. You mean the Capitol building? Or the Capitol building, I'm sorry. Uh, His neighbors sold them out. Yeah, uh, which is weird. Um, I'm just waiting for the knock at the door or the phone call to let me know, hey, they're coming for you too. Um, we're also going to uh, break down some more of this COVID vaccine stuff because we got another. We're going to have another COVID vac special. We're going to bring um, Janet back on, um, and we've got uh, we've got actually a couple people lined up. Starting to we we're starting to line up. Tampa fast. Tampa has actually really worked out really well for us. We're starting to line up some people. Um, we're going to bring them on as soon as they can get back to us and let us know when they want to uh, come back on or, or come on and give you their message. I mean, that's what we're, we're giving them a platform where we're not going to edit their shit. We're just going to put it out there just like we do our own. We don't edit this. We don't edit any part of our podcast. We just give it to you. I mean, what you hear is what you hear. We try to keep it as real as possible. Um, and uh, so we've got that coming up. We've also got uh, some other news. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to get more information on these memos that are out there because these memos are huge. I've got my sources are still working for me. Got a couple of guys that actually might have some other stuff coming up here on this election stuff too. That um, that one's going to be huge. When that one, if I if I do that before anybody else, that's going to be huge. I'm still waiting for two other people to get back to me, and uh, I might really officially swing my join. V Lynn over there in the red in the, the conspiracy corner because but I'm not gonna have conspiracy. I'm gonna actually have fact. So I've got a couple guys that are six to twelve months, babe. It's been six no, months. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, you're right. It is, it is, isn't it? <laughs> six to twelve months for a conspiracy so theory to come facts. So I've got a I've got six, a buddy of mine. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna recap right here for my own wins, because we went over your wins a yep, lot. Yep. Okay. Well, I've got so, a lot of them. I mean yeah, you can't help but it. My my cause I laid out my conspiracy theories a while ago. And my conspiracy facts, uh, the election was stolen. They cheated. Trump won in a landslide. I've been saying that for six months. We're start, It's starting to come true. You're starting to see the fact of it. We, okay. we haven't proven that, though, yet. Uh, so you can't claim that I as a win. It, no, yeah. You can't claim that as a win yet, I, not until Trump's back in I, office. I'm, no, no. When election fraud is proven, that is when I can claim it as a win. Okay, maybe. I'll give you that okay. one. When that is proven. Okay. When it is proven, we have yet to come to proof yet. All right, all right. Number two, COVID is a ho- COVID was a hoax. Well, I give you that. We we we've really debunked the shit out of we that. We really have. Uh the COVID shot is a depopulation agenda. Well, we haven't actually got to the bottom of that one yet, but I 
I, people are starting to die and the vaccine I'm really work. starting to lean that way with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, my, my conspiracy theories are, are starting to, to come true. Is that all you got? No, Cause I I've had a lot more. I don't want to talk about the other ones because they're, they're my black pill ones. And I want to leave this on a positive note because no. otherwise I'm going to talk about, you know, EMP and the end of the world and all that shit. And I don't want that to come true. Oh, it, I don't want six to 12 months. I, I actually got to give another one to V Lynn. We were actually, uh, uh, last night I was, uh, at the firehouse and, uh, watched, uh, America's book of secrets. Uh, y- y- if you haven't seen that yet, go watch last night's episode. It was actually really good. Um, it got me thinking about a couple of things. They actually talked about Alice without t- telling you that it's Alice. Um, the quantum computer that so makes referred to on a number of occasions. If you think I'm full of shit, go watch that one because how do all those people know about it? And uh, it's kind of scary because they basically tell you the same shit I've told you, which is, look, we're not going to give a computer the right to just shoot our nuclear missiles at people. Because they'll shoot them at us. Yeah, that's what, well, it, they'll figure that out eventually is what the, the part of the, the story is. Yeah. Um, but I don't have much more unless you do. I have one quick thing, actually. So I was on a, Twitter does phone calls now, kind of like Discord does. It's like a, well, but not on a private platform, on a public platform. So anyone can join, um, I believe, if you follow the person that's hosting the call, or maybe even not. I'm not sure. Anyway, I was on a, a pretty large call last night with uh, not Alex Shepard. Shout out to Alex Shepard, not Alex Shepard. And uh, a couple other people, actually, Some when I joined, they were uh, performing some MAGA music, and I was some MAGA rap, and I asked if we could use it on the podcast going forward. So we're going to have some new music coming up soon. That's exciting. Um, and they were talking about election fraud and and all of that, but they were also talking about the narrative and the news and how the ratings have plummeted and how we wake people up and turn off the news. And they had some great ideas, how we all need to stand up and talk as obviously you and I do. We scream from the rooftop rooftops, you know, on this platform once or twice a week. Uh, we talk to as many people as we can. We try and get our message out, but there's another way to do it as well. A, a, a concurrent way to do it, to make their ratings drop even more. So right now, CNN, MSNBC, most of their ratings come from hotels and airlines, airports, right? That's where you're seeing CNN these days. That's it. It's not on in anyone's living room anymore. It's not in the hotel or the restaurant or the airport that that you're traveling through. So here's what you do. Complain complain because all of those places, everyone in hospitality runs on surveys. And right now surveys suck from someone who works in hospitality. I can tell you the surveys are sucking because the level of service just isn't where it used to be because people don't want to essentially sacrifice their entire lives to deal with a whole bunch of entitled little twats. So be that entitled little twat just for five minutes, be a Karen, Go to the manager and tell them, turn off CNN. This sucks. Stop pushing the fear porn. Go to the airport customer service desk and ask them to turn off CNN because it's disturbing your children. Go to the restaurant and say, turn off CNN. Turn on ESPN. Turn on sports. Turn off the news. The more you get people to turn off the news, the more that they'll start listening to the real news. Like us. So 
I uh, we're we are going to la- end on a, a funny note. Um, I actually got a, a good video, um, and if you listened to Bongino this week, you've already seen or heard this video or seen it. Either way, um, Ohio passed a bill um, that uh, inner college collegiate athletes um, they have to uh, play with their own sex. They you can't have guys playing with girls, girls playing with guys. You can't have transgenders. Oh in man, the here I thought you were talking about teenagers. They have to play. They're you're pushing the gay agenda. They have to play with their own sex. No, I'm not pushing that at all. <laughs> I'm <just> so <laughs> this uh, this senator, uh, she's a uh, Ohio senator. She uh, started talking about um, the bill, and uh, they were getting a vote on the floor. Long story short, there's this congressman. He's probably. Uh, 50 some odd years old. He's older than me. I can tell you that much by looking at him. Um, he starts carrying on like a Karen, like a actually not like a Karen. Cause that's being nice. Uh, he was acting like a fucking two year old having an, a three year old. Absolute. Three-year-olds are must work. Oh yeah. Two-year-olds. Correct. So <laughs> having an absolute shit fit on the floor in the Congress in Ohio. So just listen, you can hear it in the background. It, it is really embarrassing. I felt bad, but here it goes. The chair has the amendment. The amendment appears to be in order. The representative may proceed. Wonderful. The Save Women's Sports Act is a fairness issue for women to be able to achieve their dreams and athletics in our state. And it's crucial to preserving women's rights and the integrity of women's and girls sports. Across our country, female athletes are currently losing scholarships, opportunities, medals, education, and training opportunities. This amendment will require schools that are part of the OHSAA to designate separate teams for participants of the biological sex. No school school interscholastic conference or organization that regulates interscholastics shall permit biological males to participate on athletic team or an athletic competition designated... So, folks, that is the, the the senator or the congressperson having an absolute shit fit behind her, screaming at the top of his lungs, slapping his feet on the ground, laying on the ground, punching his desk, doing everything in his power to draw attention away from this bill that they're trying to pass in Ohio. And God bless this woman because she just kept going. Like she sure did. She was a trooper. She's she just like, raised her voice and talked over. All right. Her. She's obviously a mom. Yes, She's obviously. Because she was just like, "Look, you son of a bitch, shut the hell up, sit there, be quiet, and color." And this guy just—I mean, just talk about this is this is losses right here. This is I'm going to post this one as L's because this is a loss once again, along with all the other CNN crap that happened this week. This is another L for the Democratic Party because that just shows you how bad a sore losers these people are. They are just, uh, man, they're, they're horrible. I cannot believe this. I, I think it's amazing. I mean, it's funny as shit. It makes me laugh, but it also makes me really wonder what the fuck's going on with our country. Because their days. ideology does not match reality. Not even close. Either way. Not again, for the Mick, and uh, have a good night, folks, and enjoy your evening, and uh, we will talk to you later. Good night. Good night.